Zane Lowe, Apple Music. Hey, what's up? I'm Zane Lowe. This is the Zane Lowe interview series. That's what the official name is. It's a space for me to put conversations I find really interesting with fascinating people and uh, put them up here and hopefully you feel the same way. Seems to be. People are enjoying it and I very much appreciate it. So we find ourselves today in the company of, oh, how do you describe future? He's a shadow player. He moves in the wind, whispers and rumors only. Very rarely do you find this individual on the record unless it's in music form. Future moves in that space that very few people occupy, where silence is deafening and the lack of visibility makes people want to look for you even more. There are great artists, great examples of people who have mastered this over the course of their career. I don't feel like Future has tried to master anything. It's just who he is. And if you hear stories about him coming up as a young man, a young artist, it's who he's always been. That's why he's called Future. It was a name that was given to him and it's proven to be 100% valid. Over the course of his incredibly productive and quality-driven career, Future has influenced and inspired generation after generation of artists in the creative space. Even before he achieved genuine success as an artist, the kind of success that he would stand by and say, I'm successful now, Future was already successful. People were inspired by him, outright copying him, and music was changing in his image accordingly. Now that success is caught up to influence, and by the way, that is rare. More often than not, it's one or the other. Which one do you want to be? Influential or successful? In Future's case, he's both. Continuing to inspire and continuing to achieve the kind of groundbreaking success, record-breaking number one albums on the Billboard Top 200 and streaming numbers across streaming services that most artists aspire to. He is 100% unique. And over the course of this conversation, you're going to get another example of that. Asking Future a question, you just got to go with the answer. Sometimes when he's finished giving that answer, I'm not entirely sure exactly what he said until I listen back to it two, three, four times. It's the same with his music. He is a layered artist who, as spontaneous as he is in his creative process to capture the moment and deliver it, he is analyzed over and over again by people like us who want to go deeper and deeper to try to understand it. That disconnection is what makes him unique. This is not a definitive future conversation. The fact that it's a conversation at all is enough for me because I just love hearing him speak in the way that his brain works. So right now, in my pod spot, this is the most recent interview that I did with the enigmatic and remarkable artist called Future. Enjoy. Zane. What's up, man? What's going on? High off life, Future. New album. Positive, uplifting title. Something that makes me feel like you're finding your way through life, looking for that existential joy, that stuff that you can't really grab, but you feel. What's the title saying, bro? Just everyday life, man. Just being being happy with the person. I'm just happy with the person that I that I am. And just accepting the person that I am and just being happy with life. Because sometimes people want to make you feel like you don't even supposed to be living. Like your life not worth living. They better than you. You know what I'm saying? When you like, mm-hmm. you just wait for a reason. Like everybody have this individual personalities, individual characteristics about themselves that they have to accept. And being able to just look at themselves in the mirror and be like, man, this is just the person I am and just be happy with the person that you are. That's called taking control back. Because what happens is like when you achieve your goals and you start to have success, it doesn't belong to you anymore sometimes. It belongs to everybody else. 
And then you get to a point where you have to take it back, right? You have to decide that you have to be comfortable and happy with yourself and not what people think about you. Yeah, of course. It's just like, it's already having self-confidence, self-ambitious. And then um, just being having that drive. And then you start questioning yourself or other people. You feel like people start having an opinion. You start valuing the other people's opinion. And then you start questioning your ambitions. You might start questioning your your drive. You might start yeah. questioning certain things about yourself when you already know the answer for it. You know what I'm saying? You go off whatever you feel. Whatever you feel is right. Whatever you feel is best. And then you maneuver through life with that. And you take you just take the necessary steps, you know what I'm saying, to your goal. Whatever your goal is, you set out for yourself in life. It's a show and prove thing because certain things that you're going to be able to do or certain things you're going to you, you gonna, you gonna say, people can't see it right then and there like it's not the answer you ain't you're not gonna have the answer for it today you might have to have this answer in a year some things that you go through in life you can't even understand why why you're going through it at that time but then as you live and you grow and you mature you feel like oh that's why i was going through that i didn't really have the understanding of that you gotta you know what i mean so certain things you can't even speak on right then you gotta just let mm-hmm. it play out and as it play out and then you can be able to understand it more Throughout getting the details, you know what I'm saying, and because uh, sometimes certain things look like a certain, it's a picture that ain't even the right picture you paint that you paint in your head. It's just a, mm. it's just an assumption, and yeah. you can't go off an assumption. If you're a person that's into details and fine details yeah. and love information, then you'll pay attention to the fine details, and you'll never go off in an assumption. But people who want to do it try the easy way. They want the easy way out of life. They always rather run with the assumption instead of getting down to the real, the info and the real answer to it. And that's why I like, I stray away from people and I just be in my own world because people ain't, they're not, they're not, they're not satisfied with real information anymore. They rather go, they rather go off with an assumption. And I'm a type of person, man. I love details. I love learning about just myself. I love learning about life. I love understanding my purpose. You know what I'm saying? And, and just trying to become a better person to become a better individual. And when you like when you're doing that, you gotta stay have a ton of vision. You gotta stay away from people because they'll try to stray you away at the end of the day because they try to come up with an assumption of why you're doing this or why you're doing this or the people you choose to hang around or the, the things, the choices that you choose to make, they're going off in an assumption. And it's just like when you get to this point in your life when you had success and you wanna continue having success. You know what I'm saying? You got to continue to stay having tunnel vision because those assumptions, those opinions, they didn't get you to where you at right now. You know what I mean? It's hard work, it's perseverance, and it's uh, you know what I mean? Just stay self motivated and continue to be hungry and and want to want more for yourself and want for more for everybody around you. And then God, He always gonna bless you, damn, according to your heart. You had so much success throughout your life, according to other people's perceptions of what value is, and I'm talking about. Record sold streams, awards, stadiums, arenas, all the stuff that comes with ambition and success. That's that is like that's what people perceive success to be in the music business. But then I sort of figure around Wizard, your idea of what success is started to change. That's how it felt for me listening to the music. Like you were searching for a different metric of value than the success that you were achieving that was monetary. Is that a fair assumption that, that that's kind of when the change started? It's success for the music that I was doing. Like I got successful off of being me. And then when the success got big from being me being me and the success came, it's like, that's what I got from it. That's what you get from being yourself. 
And then once you've been yourself, people figure out like, damn, like, wow, like, we don't want you to be like that. We need you to critique this and change this about yourself to make it outfit and, and catering to our likings. Like, we want you to, we, if you do this and critique it this way, then maybe this, but it was already working. That's why it's successful. That's why it's successful at the end of the story. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't working, it would never happen. You know what I mean? So why would I want to change anything that I'm doing? You change with time. You change when it's time to change. You change when it's uh, beneficial for me at this point because it was benefiting me to be the person that I was and be the person that I am and to be the person that everyone loved already. You know what I'm saying? So if I change, it's got to be changing for benefit. It's got to be beneficial for me to change. I thought I needed to change at a time. Like, maybe I need to change this. Maybe I need to do this different. Maybe I need to do that. Like I was already doing it. I was already doing it. And I feel like I make adjustments. You make adjustments along the way. You know what I'm saying? But you just yeah. can't completely make a full 360. People try to put so much on you to just It's gradual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta gradually do it. You gotta become that person and be able to live that, live your truth. You know what I mean? And don't just goddamn just saying you change and it coming out your mouth, but really become that person and being that person. I feel like having Esco back on this record brings a brings an energy, a familiar energy, like a chemistry that you and Esco have. Of course, it's uh, it's just like being that familiar. It's, it's that that energy that I had to get back to. At first, I was just recording and recording and recording, just having that loss of self, having my engineer, having somebody to play a major role in my career. Yeah, yeah. Taking that loss and me just trying to find that groove and get back into it, and having Esco and just knowing that and just knowing that uh just that certain pocket and he can be able to identify what's not there, what's missing, you know what I'm saying? And um, Just to help you sharpen your skills, you know what I'm saying? Iron, iron sharper iron, you feel me? So just for somebody to have that, just to identify certain things and certain songs uh, because my engineer played a major role into everything. And me adjusting is I was still recording, I was still recording, but just having that tunnel vision and really knowing what you're doing and really trying to hit your target the right way yeah. and having somebody in there with you that uh that was there from the beginning man it, it, it played a major role so i'm 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 definitely glad that esco is a, a part of this project how long have you known esco i know esco for a decade like over a decade around the time that you became future yeah what was he like when you met him what was your first impression of him i felt it was uh unique you know what I'm saying? Just unique. The reason I say unique because he wasn't, I feel like, the average kind of DJ, even for how he approached his whole, how he approached it. So I was just like, he had a unique thing about it. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I was a unique individual as well. Yeah. And you never know how things are gel well with each other, but at the same time, you just take certain things that you feel like you're missing and you get the team. That's how you build a team up. You know what I'm saying? You go out with your point guard, you got a shooting guard, you got, you know, different players on the team, whatever. And that's how I feel when I came in the game. Okay, I got this, I got this, I got this uh, gift. And just be able to find those different teammates to build on with to win the championship. You know what I'm saying? Like, the same yeah. thing is just music. Just just find your way. The last time, you know, we got we, like a body of work, we, you know, we had Save Me came out and I thought that was a really brave and honest body of work. You know, I felt like that was like a reset for you and you were just finding your way through these changes and through the challenges and also the tragedy of losing friendship and losing collaborators. And 
when you when you finished Save Me and you started looking at making music again, do you feel that you had grown? Was there real growth there that you were recognizing in yourself that kind of led to this project? Everything you're saying is right, but it's like for people to grasp what you what you really creating is like it got to be a certain time, it got to be a certain season, it got to be a certain mood. You could be going through a certain emotion, but it might not be a time to express that emotion right now because the world ain't the world not ready for that. The world going through something else, and you expressing this emotion during this time when this person did, it was just like bad timing. You know what I'm saying? Like certain music just be bad timing. It was great music. It was hits. It was smashes on there. I felt it was great music. It was just bad timing. Certain things are just. It just it's the timing of it. And I can deal with that because that's what I do. I create and I'm a person I create throughout different seasons, whatever it is. And uh I never stop creating. So I just move on. But at the end of the day, when it's classic, when it's a classic, people are gonna be able to identify it and they go back through time and they're gonna be able to listen to it 20 years from now and be like, that's a great body of music and be able to accept it on their own time. That's why it's a classic. In due time, it'll be something special to everyone. But um, it just was bad timing for us. But it was great music, and I and I don't get mad, I don't get mad at that because I'm a creator. I I continue to create. I feed off that, and I understand the ways of the world and how the laws of the universe work. And that's what make you that don't uh that don't define you. That just that just they're just a part of the, your history book. You know what I'm saying? How do the laws of the universe work in the way they pertain and relate to you? How do you apply those laws? Oh, just by living life to the fullest, you know what I mean? And just start taking the little things about life and understanding and start loving the little things and enjoying the small things about people and just making everything just priceless, like priceless. Every every individual is priceless, you know what I mean? And it's like you try to put a price on everything and everybody want to put a price on this and put a price on that. And you'll sell yourself short doing that. I feel like you're supposed to just go in it and then just, uh, just be yourself and just... If you're a real person, if you do real things, it's just gonna you're gonna re- be reciprocated for that. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta just take your time with it and cause everything, everybody wanted that right then. It just wanted so fast. And that's just the joys of life. I would say the first eight years of being future, because it's been 10 years now, right? Official. The first eight years, you were going faster than almost anybody. And there were also like you could tell through the music because you always told the truth. And sometimes, you know. You dress it up and you create images around and you paint different pictures, but I know you tell the truth. The truth hurts too, and it's the time where you're telling the truth. It really could be like, damn, that's evil or that's wrong or this is too sensitive. It's a very sensitive time. And when I yeah. was coming up in music, I can say you're too bad at the same time. And people were like, yay, and they just clap your hands for that. You can say, if I don't give a fuck, they real sisters. Well, I'm pissing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this, I'm on call like you said, and they champion you for that. Now it's so sensitive, you don't even know what to say. And it's like you're trying to create around, you're trying to create around assumptions and what people think is just like it can be very hard trying to find your way mm-hmm. of creating the truth around like these fairy tale lies and people that make up stories that make up, you know what I'm saying, artificial, watered down. You know what I mean? Like you got to deal with like this artificial with some. So it's like, man, you know what I mean? But you just gotta, you gotta find a way to adjust. You know what I mean? And um, I just be like, man, f- that I just can't compromise who I am for nobody. You either hate it or you love it. My heart mean well. My heart will never mean bad. That's why I continue to prosper in my life. Like it's about how your heart is. If you gotta f- 
fucked up heart, God judge you off your heart. If you got a fucked up heart, it's nowhere around that. You're just a fucked up person. But if you got a good heart, God, God going to continue to bless you off your heart, man. You know what I mean? You deal with every situation accordingly. I deal with every situation accordingly. I don't let, like, I don't deal with every individual like everybody else or everybody the same. I don't deal with everybody the same. I deal with everybody individually accordingly how you are. You sound super clear and and engaged and motivated and and your performance on this album is like really visceral. Like it's like it's right there and you sound very connected to the material. And we've heard you in the past on albums sounding equally engaging but just in a different way. Like you're in the throes of drugs or doing things and it, but you're unafraid to put it on the record. The title would suggest that you're searching for new and alternative ways to stay clear of head. Is that fair to say? Are you are you trying to like stay clean? It's a new substance for me, like just waking up and just being in the house and sometimes just taking these vacations and when we and and uh just being around my family give me another high now, you know what I'm saying? Like so just I'm high of life, but don't even take that now. You like you might get high to take the balance out of high. The high of life, you might, you getting high, you wake up already high just from life, just from living, knowing that you don't went through so much and you know everybody around, from people that's around you, that you know, that you hear about, you see certain things that's on the, that's on the TV, that's on the news and you like, you know, you ain't exempt from none of these problems, man. You got to be high of life. You got to love life and enjoy life more than just complaining and grumping about being grouchy about the little things. So I'm just, man, I'm just high of life right now. That's my substance. We're talking about what I would consider to be a consistent and hard sounding record with moments of real beautiful widescreen melody, but it's also very hard. Like it's, it feels like a street record to me. And I wasn't sure what we were going to get after Save Me. I didn't know how you were going to come back. And I wonder kind of when it dawned on you, when you had the idea of what High Off Life was going to be, how it was going to sound, how it was going to feel. Like, how do you know? How do you know what you're going to make? How do you get a sense of it? Um, like, just let the universe tell me what to do. But, but, see, see, that's why I'm really like doing interviews and shit, just really like talking to people to tell people because it only it worked for me. It don't work for everyone else. And people Fair. think people that have an opinion on something that worked for you, it should Fair. only work. It worked for me, and then you'll have an opinion on something that worked for me, or you'll try to do something that worked for me. And it might not work for you. And I'm telling you that I wake up and this is how I do my life and this is how I create and this is how I enjoy life. And it'll make you feel like you ain't living your life or it'll make you feel like you ain't doing enough. Or it could be inspiring. It could be inspiring. It could it be could inspiring. Be. That's what, And that's what it's all about. It's about inspiring you to do it your way. You're like, dang, I got, oh, I got, I got an idea. But yeah, you want to draw all this color, but I did it this color. It made me, it inspired me to do it. Not my same color, do it the same way, and then yours don't turn out the same way as mine's. Like, come on, like, I'm here to inspire you. Don't just clone me. It's funny, because on Wizard, you talked about that on Crazy But True, and it's the first time I'd really heard you come out and acknowledge what many have been saying for a long time, which was that you're one of the most influential artists of your generation. And I, I wondered whether that inspired you to be that or infuriated you or both. I know the caliber. I know my caliber. You know what I'm saying? So it's just fair warning. I know what I'm coming with. I know what I could do. It's just fair warning. I'm getting when you read about me, 
a thousand years from now, they're gonna tell you like he said it. You know what I mean? Future, future. Two thousand eighty, they're gonna be talking about me like like I just dropped. It's bigger than it's bigger than what they can see right now. They're gonna be they're gonna be old and gray and damn, and their kids gonna be still talking about Pluto. There was a person, there was an artist. It was no longer a planet. He claimed this ten years ago, and it happened. It was 2010, he was calling himself Pluto. And then 2080, Pluto is just known as a person. Like, I did this shit again. I did, I did shit that went over their head. I've been told him it wasn't a planet. My name, Pluto, like, I know it's not a planet anymore. I'm Pluto. I'm like, the kids gonna know Pluto. They got, they not gonna even know about a planet anymore. It came from a planet. Yes, it did come from a planet. But I am him. It's bigger than Earth. When you start speaking to me, it's gonna get now. This shit gonna be from year four thousand. They're gonna be talking about Pluto. Yeah, talk about me like Julius Caesar. You know what I'm saying? It's bigger than music. I am this. I'm a lifestyle. I had to understand that everything I say is a lifestyle. They be like, damn, why are you saying this shit go viral? This is just how I talk. I'm not even trying to make this up and say anything. This is just how I talk. I don't. I don't even like doing talking one-on-one and doing certain things because the way I talk, it just offends some people and inspires some people. Then some people might feel like it's cocky. Some people might feel like it's not cocky enough. Like, I don't do nothing for other people. I only do stuff for myself, and I feel like I'm a, I'm a different breed. I do shit that's going to go over your head. You either with it or you're not because you're trying to understand it. You're not going to be able to understand it. You just got to be with this shit you're not with it because Pluto, I said this 10 years ago. Who do you see yourself in that's making music who do you recognize as a kindred spirit or a peer or someone who you recognize has that same energy that same spirit thug of course that's my twin it's like it's me then it's him then it's me and it's him and it's him then it's me what else (laughs) (laughs) uzi oh that's baby pluto of course like like, it's a lot of the fam, that's a lot of the guys, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, when me and, when you mention Thug, you mention me, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's just one. And then everybody that we f- with, they're just family, you know what I mean? That's family, it ain't even like, we want everybody to be super rich. We want everybody to take the shit to the next level. Like, I wanted to start getting paid a certain amount for the show, so the next person behind me doing the same kind of music or better music, they be able to get paid way more. He's from the streets, though. So. You from the trenches, you need to get paid this amount of money. This is what we get paid now. We get paid like pop stars. Did that happen fast, by the way? Like from the minute you started coming out to the moment when you realized that you had subverted and changed the game and altered the course of what was considered popular culture versus the culture itself? Was that quick? When you look back on it now, was that quick? It wasn't quick for me, but everybody to come behind me is going to happen quick because yeah, I found the glitch to the matrix. I found the recipe. Once you find the recipe, then you got, then it's just like, it's just like trying to find a cure for Corona. Like, Corona, like, I found the, um, the cure to making this shit go pop. Trash going pop. Like, whatever you're doing is going pop. Like, you can be yourself and it's going pop. Like, you can cross over too. You can get the same money as a pop star by being yourself. You have, you don't even have to do no corny ass shit. You don't even have to be really corny. Goddamn. You, do some, you just be yourself and you get pop star money. What about some of the younger artists on the album? Dirt, NBA young boy, little baby. I love that you're putting them on and bringing them in. And it's moving fast for them, but it's a future cosign. So 
what's your mentality towards the universe? Even, even no I can't even say it's a future cost sign because they already was rich. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like... But it's different being on a future album. It's different. When you're on a future album, it's got to be different. It's got to feel different. I'd have to ask them, but it's got to feel different. Yeah, you have to ask them about that, but I don't feel like it's no co-sign. You know, I, them niggas are already rich. They doing their thing. Like, it's just about, we just did a song with each other. That's how I look at it. That's how I just look at it. We did a song together. It happened like how it happened. I want to do a lot of songs with other people that could have made the album or whatever, and it, it didn't make the album. Like, it ain't the matter. It ain't the thing. Like, they can't, they not worthy of being on my album or whatever, whatever it is. Like, we just didn't do a song that might make the album at that time. We can do something else. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I just go off the universe. I just go off how with, I don't go off no trying to make nothing to force anything to happen. Like, I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? I done made it to the point where I'm in my career where I can just take my time with things. If we meant to meet, we can meet up. If, we don't, if it ain't meant for us to meet, then we just not going to meet. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite songs in the album is Accepting My Flaws. It's like taking the energy that you had on Save Me, but applying it to this architecture on this album, right? In that one moment. And you say some really, what I consider some really powerful things. It's a stream of consciousness for me. You know, it feels like you're just, you're expressing yourself in a free form way, just letting it out, just letting it all go. Yep. I had to in that moment. I lost myself in a moment. And I just, man, just, I said a lot. I said some things that I probably like, damn, I said a lot. Damn, like, that's what I said. I'm just speaking the truth. And when you speak the truth, certain people are going to listen to it and be like, damn, why was not, why was I said in that song? Or why was it? Who you was thinking about it? They might be thinking about they was I was talking about them, or they might be thinking I was talking about somebody else. They gonna but like that everything that I say it pertains to anybody that I didn't ever uh, came in contact with. Mm. So you listen to a song, any part of that song, you be like, who I'm talking about? It might be talking about me or this that, that it is talking about you, or it might could be talking about whoever you think I'm talking about. Because that's what I do. I speak the truth. So that's one of those records that's gonna be like that. It's just like. It's going to answer any question that anybody ever want to ask me. Hard. That's hard. It's hard not to because it's such a personal delivery. What I'm saying, like, if I say this name, just flip the name. It could be you. (laughs) (laughs) But it is me. I have gone to therapy. I have done the work. I'll tell you straight up. That's what I'm saying, like, it pertaining to the line that it pertains to. It's just like whatever name... This name might you might don't even know this person, but I'm saying it might certain things in the song that might be pertaining to you just with well, that that line for you then. <laughs> yeah, but but you've been doing work, and I'm not gonna go into detail, but you've been doing work on yourself, man, for sure. You've been saying it in the music. You've been stepping accept away my from flaws. It's, the name of the song is Accept My Flaws. Mm. It's like I'm not saying I'm flawless. I say if it's a flaw anywhere in this song, just accept it for what it is and take the good from it. Anything mm. that pertains to you in this song, and you take that around with it. Don't mm. try to figure out if it's about somebody else. You create another energy for something else or create this imaginary story. Like, yeah, whatever pertains to you, if it don't pertain to you, then just keep it moving. Accept <laughs> my flaw, just me. So what do you get out of it? What do you get out of making that song? How do you feel when you finish it? I feel like uh, I need to make another record. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just go out and make another song. It was just that time. Like, I feel... Certain ways I feel at that time. The next, then I make make another song that's just it's talking about something totally different. Like 
I don't get caught up in time. That was just a time and a moment for me that I just got it. That I just gave it. What is your relationship with your songs? I've done thousands. I've done my 10,000 hours in this space, right? And I've talked to so many artists and each of them has a different answer to this question. And I've never ever a, a, been in a studio with and seen anyone work with the same level of speed and productivity that you do. And it's like nothing I've ever seen. And it feels like your relationship with your songs is entirely unique to anyone I've ever met or been in a studio with. What is your relationship with your songs? What, how do you work them and let them go so quickly? Because it's like treasures. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, cages, you know what I'm saying? Like from like the 1700s and back in the days. And then now they still finding gold. You can, you can, you can dig, you can dig for gold because somebody put that gold right there when you dig for gold. These cages, they already been there. You might see these little histor- historic places that you travel and you see. You're like, man, this building that was here from since 1900s or whatever the day they built this building. I'm doing the music to spread it all the way through, throughout the world. And then I still got more. It's like treasure. I, live, I look at my music like treasure, like a treasure hunt. You're going to be able to find it nowhere, no matter where you go. What's in the vault? How many? It, just estimate. Like how many on hard drives in various states? If I told you, you have to sign papers. If I told you the number, you have to sign confidential papers. That's how real this shit is. What's Trillionaire about? What's the vibe? It's being the person that you want to become. Whoever you want to become, man, if you wake up with breath in your body, you got a chance to become that person. You could be a gazillion now. That's just the, cho- the choice of the words that we chose and that was in the song at that time when it was great, but you can be a gazillion now. You can be whatever you choose to be if that's what you want to be. Like, you put the time in, you put the work in. What's motivating you to keep going at the pace you're going? What is the single motivation right now? I mean, what motivated you to get started is different to what's motivating you now, or is it? Uh, what motivated me now is just, man, still the same thing that motivated me when I first came in, just making music. What's Solitaire is about? What's the, you and Travis? It's just expensive. It's just being expensive, man. It's just like having expensive taste. It's crazy, like how you and Travis, how your voices, and you have this ability to collaborate with people, and it's like a glue, and it melds, pe- you know, people into your space. But you and Travis, that, that tone is like a whole other thing to me when I heard it. And that's a good collaboration. That's a good collaboration. It's just about being expensive, just having expensive taste. I'd like to hear more of that collaboration, man. Uh, and artistically, you know, what I'm saying Travis, like. Like he's next level when it comes to uh, just being artistic and everything, like his whole vision and being engaged in uh, the artwork and just the cold craft. Like, yeah, he's a super creative, right? Yeah, you know what he's doing. One of my favorite tracks is "Touch the Sky." You tell us a story about making that one. Man, what you got going on, man? Goddamn, like shit, 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 starting to sound like an interview, saying. We could talk about life. Man, the album what look, the album the album is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You know how the album is, man, went through whatever it is on the album. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to figure this shit out, man. They gonna man right now they have an opinion about shit that don't even matter right now, man. You know what I'm saying? So us talking about this album, man, that shit just gonna be like they're gonna be looking for other shit on that. How I got them. They don't want the real. Nobody want the real. What do you mean? They don't want the real. They don't want the real shit. Man. They want the watered down shit. Hmm. At the end of the day, we love everybody. It's rare that I've been in a room and seen someone as talented as Juice. It was crazy. <laughs> crazy. 
just a different breed. It just we know that you know that they know that so natural. Man, just a different breed. What was it like when you were in the studio with him? It was like working with a different breed, like it's something different. Like Juice, one of them. Like I say, you you only had the answers for it. I was just working in the studio. I still had answers for this. Like, it was special. I know it was a special moment. I'm like, wow, it's a special moment, without a doubt. That was one of them things, man. I'm still writing on. I'm still working out. Just try to perfect it in the way I see it. Perfecting of like, how can I put it in words or what was happening with. Why it happened and how it happened, you know what I'm saying? It's like God it happened so fast. I mean, it's the fastest I've ever seen anyone connect on that kind of level with people. Yeah, it's it's, it's like working with him, man. It's, it's special. Anyone that got a chance to work with Juicer got a chance to meet him, man. It's special. It's a blessing. Man. And it must have made you feel good to know that, because I know that he really looked up to you and you were a huge inspiration on him and you talk about like the kind of influence you have on artists but when someone like Juice World leaves the impact he leaves and looks to you as an artist that must have that must have resonated just working with him he's a great kid and just a a special kid he's just one of the ones so like I said just trying to figure out everything and having an answer to everything man I'm not the one that got figured out D.Y. Made beats on this record. And I know this sounds like an interview question, but I genuinely want to know what's going on with the label and with the pub, with free bands and the operation right now because I know you're still moving forward and you're still looking for talent. You're still finding real talent out there. Are you enjoying that part of it? Yeah, that's the part of it I'm enjoying right now. I want to find a new talent and new kids that's really hungry and ready to work and take it to the next level and just really turn it into a business, not just ready to do a hit, but just really ready to take, turn it over to a real business and make it. And are you finding they're ready to work? Are you finding that they're actually, because you, your work ethic is crazy, are you finding that they're able to stand up to that? Yeah, I can't be that hard on them, man. Because I'm insane when it comes to my work ethic. And I had to come to realization with that, like, I can't expect for someone to just sit in the studio for weeks and weeks at a time and not go home. You know what I'm saying? I can do that. Because I love it that much. I done been through so much that I love it that much. I'd rather be here than anywhere else. I'd rather be in the studio. I'm in the studio right now. Yeah, I can tell. I just, I'm just a studio junkie. That's just what I am. Like, I don't love nothing else but making music. Can your kids play a part in that? Can they come and experience that with you now? They have an age where you can bring them into that space? Jackson 5. Some Jackson 5 <laughs> Marley. Marley. Like more like Bob. There must be artistic spirit running through the family for sure. It must be must sense it. Man, one thousand percent. All my all my kids bosses. Cause I'm a boss. Like so one 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 thing about that, you just create bosses. You got DNA and they DNA is boss in their DNA. So it's a problem. I wanna talk about one hundred shooters and I wanna talk about the collaboration with you and Meek Mill. That's special. And the energy you guys bring to that song is crazy. And I just want you to try and tell us a story about how that came together one, working with Meek. That was one of those Meek. fresh collabs at the time when I put it out. I just thought it was just a fresh collab for me and Meek to do something. Man, we want to work. I want to work more with Meek. And I always, we always working in the studio, always around each other. So that's nothing to do. But yeah, that was one of those fresh ones. We was just getting off. Just get off one. We just like, man, let's get off on this right quick. Just. As an artist, what do you recognize in him as an artist? What do you like about the way he moves? Man, I think, uh, man, Meek just being Meek. And that's what makes him unique. Like, he's being himself. You know what I'm saying? He ain't trying to be nobody else, portray nobody else. It's like, 
he gonna reach his full potential just being himself. You know what I'm saying? You know, and that's and that's the thing. Like once you find your awareness and you start understanding yourself, you start understanding your purpose, and you start critiquing your skills and just critiquing things that you need to work on on yourself. You just get better because the hardest part, the hardest part, is getting the money. Once you get the money down pat, and then you get your team, and then you work on yourself, and then you start building around everything. It just make everything else easy. They just start flowing like water. There was a moment five years ago when a mixtape dropped and it just changed everything. It changed everything for for us at Apple Music because you know it was played on OVO Sound Radio and it just was like wow, the whole world was listening. It was crazy. It just further established you and Drake as, the, as these two like not only these two tempole artists that everyone revolved around, but it also showed that chemistry amongst superstars can be done. It was the first time since Throne that it had kind of happened on that level. Right in that in the scene, and I, I wonder, sort of like I know you don't reflect much, but what that time feels like to you now, thinking back to that moment when you made that project quickly and put it out, what that what that feels like, thinking back to it. Man, it's so many emotions that you can say how I'm feeling. So many feelings that go into that to that moment of my life. Man, it's hard to explain them type of moments. You know what I'm saying? And be able to give that to the world, like. Right now, I got my book I'm working on, my movie I'm working on. They're going to be able to find it on Netflix. <laughs> That's man, so, well, somebody see, they're going to have to pay for it, man. You want me? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Future, you man, want me to Venmo you like some that, money man. so I can get the answer? You want me to Venmo you some <laughs> But that's a whole nother chinini. You try to play, man. <laughs> I'm just asking the questions. <laughs> We high off life right now, dog. We're high off life. It's a whole nother chick, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. Don't go, don't tell you. <laughs> you know that. Don't get to play with me, man. Have you have you discussed a part two? Have you guys ever talked about a part two? Come on. The world needs to know this, man. A part two, fool. But did you really ask me about a part two? You love you really sequels. <laughs> you love sequels. <laughs> <laughs> but you really is crazy. But they'll promote you if you get my tears or shit like that. You know that. <laughs> man, it's nice talking to you, bro. We done talked a lot, bro. This right here, man, is special. And I appreciate y'all. I appreciate Apple Music. Yeah, thank you, man. For having my back. And always, always coming through for me and going above and beyond. It started off as a business relationship, but it's family now. Yeah, man. No, I felt that way the first time we were in the studio, bro. I, I connected with you that day, and I'll never forget it. It's family at the end of the day. That's why it's like, I'm enjoying this car, but at the end of the day, it's family. And I appreciate everything that you do, and I appreciate everything Apple do for me. Y'all taking the time out to give me this chance to be able to talk. Appreciate it. Nah, all the way right. Take care. Yeah, no, nah, all the way right, for sure. All the way right. Look. Future is as future does, and the name suggests continuing to push the boundaries of art, of creativity, and in my opinion, conversation. There is nobody who interviews like Future. I hope you enjoyed that. This is the space where I put conversations like this, so please subscribe because there's more to come. And you can also find me on Apple Music where you can find Future and all of his incredible projects right now. Go and stream them, add them to your playlist, share them, become a fan, and we'll see you next time right here on the Zane Lowe interview series space hosted by me, Zane Lowe, and made by me, Zane Lowe, and my friends and supported by Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it. Goodbye.